Do you need dozens or hundreds of Matterport digital twins scanned across the United States, Canada, Europe, and or Asia? Are you seeking one company, one invoice, one point of contact for all your Matterport digital scanning? Do you need Matterport digital twins captured with a Matterport Pro 3D camera or a LiDAR scanner camera? Stay tuned. Hi, all. I'm Dan Smigbrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, August 11th, 2022, and you're watching a special edition of WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. Ordering Matterport Digital Twins globally via IFTI Provision Solutions. And here to talk to us about that, uh, returning to be on the show again, James Duffy, Vice President of Business Development, IFTI Provision Solutions. James, thanks for being on the show again. Good to be with you, Dan. Hello, everybody out there. J James, let's go to the end of the show. What's the takeaway? that our audience should get from today's show. Yeah, well, thanks, Dan. What I'd like everybody to know is that for um, you know any multi-site provider that has tens, hundreds, thousands of assets, and you need a digital twin or an as-built of those spaces, you can work with IFTI um, and our ProVision Solution team. So whether it's in the United States, Canada, or anywhere around the world, uh, we can provide that visibility for you. And, and what are the sweet spots of the type of Matterport scanning that you're doing for clients? Yeah, so um, we kind of put them in four buckets. There's that design side, which is as-built for um, existing spaces, due diligence, uh, rollouts of refreshes. There's the kind of ongoing construction monitoring to monitor to see how progress is going. Then there's the standard asset management, which falls under facilities buckets to help them you know, manage their CapEx funding and scheduling. And then actually on the grand opening on the marketing side to um, audit existing spaces. So they actually know that the design actually meets the reality uh, to give them that kind of visibility. So we do work in a lot of those uh, buckets. And what are the categories of the kinds of clients that are the sweet spot for IFTI provision solutions? Yeah, so the uh, the categories are in like that um, construction, real estate, marketing, facilities, um, you know, those kind of buckets for those multi-service providers that are in convenience stores, restaurants, healthcare facilities, um, retail uh, basically, all the bread and butter kind of multi-site spaces, kind of if you know a brand that you have in mind that has a physical space, that's our preferred client. And, and some examples of those brands? Yeah, so we work with um, a lot of them, some loans that you've heard like Chili's, uh, Wendy's, um, and their franchises, uh, Focus Brands, which is uh, Jamba Juices and Auntie Anne's and Cinnabon. And, um, you know, on the healthcare facilities side, on uh, Fresenius, and as well as um, Heartland Dental. So, you know, really runs the whole gamut. And uh, these things could be spaces as small as, you know, a thousand square feet, or as large as 200,000 square feet. So, um, you know, the size of the work doesn't really matter. It's the volume of work. And wanting a similar deliverable is what we're there to provide. Awesome. Uh, let's go back to the beginning. What does concrete moisture testing have anything to do with Matterport digital twin scanning? 
It's a, it's a fun answer, Dan. Absolutely nothing. But for a history lesson, IFTI actually stands for something. It stands for Independent Floor Testing and Inspection. Uh, we've been around for 25 years, but as a multi-service provider, so similar in that means with the project management wanting single source solution to get the same scope across all the stores. So doing that for 25 years and then about five years ago, um, learning more about Matterport and realizing that a lot of our clients were challenged with missing the same thing that Matterport provides is actual visibility of their assets. The idea to get, they don't need a full survey. Really what they just need is a current as-built of wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling if they're just going to swap out the flooring or add like a kitchen kitchen area for equipment. So, you know, we found into that and we just started developing out and, um, you know, before with concrete moisture testing, we're not testing restaurants. So that is a newer industry that we're in because they have, they have hard tile floors, uh, which they don't need our services for that. But it really helped us the jumping point of we know how to build the scopes, create the guidelines, help give the information to the technician so they can do the job right the first time. So... <clears throat> you mentioned some terms, uh, uh, as-builts, uh, construction progress, facilities management. Uh, um, I, I, if I work for a large commercial client uh, company, um, perhaps even one of the kinds of brands or categories that you mentioned, why should I even be thinking about Matterport scanning for as-builts, for example? What, what's 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 the benefit so the real benefit is what you're really looking for is uniformity in the way you're getting the deliverable to make sure that you can compare apples to apples so if you were to say like you know the typical way of hiring a surveyor to go out there you're probably hiring 40 different surveyors that do things 40 different ways and you're getting a hodgepodge of information so what your expectation is and the reality kind of does it kind of moves you know job to job site to site when you're getting a matterport digital twin you are getting that same baseline and then how we create our as belts of leveraging part of that matterport um as built and the point cloud that it provides with the additional um layering of our measurements and key work we can do this at a faster pace a better rate and that sameness of what your expectation is. So when you're starting to get information the same way and you're looking at more information than you had before, the way you can come up with a strategy changes, the way you can really keep on schedule, like you have more confidence in knowing what that is. And all of those things are tied to dollars and cents and the way you're able to really like, you know, hit those marks of, you know, trying to, you know, save some time and money. Uh, this is a great service uh, for you for that. And, and what would be some examples of how you save money uh, with either as-built or weekly construction documentation, for example? Yeah, so the construction documentation one is um, twofold. One, it's are you usually sending someone from corporate on site to audit the work the general contractor is doing, right? They give you a schedule. They tell you what's going to be done and maybe they give you before in the progress photos, which might be just looking exactly where they want you to look at and not see what's behind them or anything else. So you do get that audit in that sense. So it forces better communication with the GC. 
So then you know what the schedule is and you know if you're keeping on it or not, because you know you can use the tools that are in the Matterport, like the ruler, you know, you can zoom in to take the photos, you can communicate directly on that with the matter tags and talk to the GC. So you can do all of those things without having to be there. So you can be doing this scan, getting it the next day and giving it to the GC of any feedback there needs to be, which really keeps the continuity because the main thing what you don't want to do is to put a stop order or a change order. So the faster you can get information and um, you know the better communication you're going to get. Overall, those construction prices and costs go way down. And then on top of that, you didn't have to waste you know two days of travel to get there. Uh, so stop orders, change orders, how does Matterport scanning reduce or eliminate change orders and stop orders? So those two things, and this, these are kind of the tricks of what you learn. It, it depends when you start scanning. So just remember, when you're doing a Matterport scan, it's at one moment in time. So if you start scanning, say, on um, progress construction after like the first week, well, you missed what your baseline is. So if you get a, an initial scan to find out, all right, this is what the existing space looks like. This is what we're sending off to the GC to get a bid. You're actually giving them more information to give you more accurate quote of what it's going to be to help reduce those kind of change orders. And then as you're going for the progress monitoring, so whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, you know, cadence phases at like rough in or different stages like that, you can check before it's too late of, oh, we already put the walls up, but we, we noticed that the electrical's all messed up. And these are normal things that happen during a build process. And especially when you have one job, it's okay. You can probably focus enough time and attention to make sure that that's happening. But if you're having dozens or hundreds of these happening all at once, you know that's not the case. So any visibility that you can be assisting with the general contractors on this, you know, at the end of the day, it's your buck. You know, when that store doesn't open, it's all that money lost, you know, before that happens. So these are the ways that it helps save that money by giving you more visibility and, and a, like a chance to work with them as a, more of a team player. So with Matterport scanning, you're, you're trying to catch problems before they're really big problems, perhaps as a, a clash in mechanical, electrical, plumbing, uh, drywall. There, there's some issue that something is progressing, but that progress is going in the wrong direction. That's right. Because the end of the day, you're not going to be happy with, oh, I messed up and they'll have to pay for it you both pay for it. So if you can sacrifice a little time, because you can navigate through a scan, if you know what you're looking for in a matter of moments, like if you're already adept with this project of where you're supposed to be week two in construction, you know exactly where you need to look for where the pitfalls are, you've already lived them. So you can check to make sure and audit how things are going. And that helps with the payment terms, um, if there's a change order because the GC messed something up, well, if you've already given him the scan, him or her the scan, they know what the space is. They can say, well, why you missed that? Like, why, like, you know, why are you asking for me? I've given you all this information. And you did, you had a much more chance to be thorough instead of a 10 minute walkthrough before you bid on a job, so to speak. So it does actually give you more ammunition to hold them to account as well as, you know, enhance the communication as well.
uh, you mentioned quoting on a project. Uh, uh, if the provision solutions has been doing Matterport scanning now, I want to say five plus years. Uh, uh, are are there now clients that are uh, owners of spaces that are scanning their their as built in order to have uh, general contractors quote architects quote on projects? Yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag as it evolved because. There's kind of different thoughts. So like, you know, figuring out if Matterport is right for you and then a service company is right for you to provide it, right? So single point of contact, you don't want to have to hire new people to just make sure you get it out there and you want the the quality of, you know, the photographer that knows what they're doing, right? Um, and then the second part of that is to, to really see that um, when you're getting this information that you're getting it the right way across all the scopes. So it really helps... Um, you save that kind of time and money on, um, you know, getting the visibility that you need. If I'm a big cl client and you mentioned dozens, hundreds, even thousands, can can IFTI Provision Solution handle hundreds or thousands of Matterport scans? Well, Dan, I wouldn't be able to do it without you, bud. Um, the We Get Around Network is a, is a great place. We do have a network already over building over five years of, I think, 350 people in the United States alone. Um, another few dozen up in Canada and uh, same thing over in Europe. So we've already kind of established ourselves in a lot of these spaces, but we're always looking for um, new people. We love that this is an emerging market and there's a wonderful ecosystem of, uh, you know, clients, technicians and the in-between of what we can provide that really helps us able to manage these kind of asks and uh, we know how to do it the right way. Uh, uh, and and, and I, I thank you for being, for IFTI Provision Solutions, being a, a gold WGAN member using the We Get Around Network Forum to help source uh, Matterport service providers to kind of fill in the gaps in maybe a place uh, that you don't have a Matterport service provider. But I, I imagine over five years now, particularly in the United States, you pretty much already have Matterport service providers that you're working with on a regular basis. Uh, to to service uh, big box we have yet, clients, we have never gotten on a plane to date. So for all the customers, we're always driving. We're always able to get there. Um, we have standard delivery times of when you need the information. We prioritize. We listen to every client's interest, and when they get on is different. So you know, we'll take that full white glove approach to what their needs are. But yeah, we're always growing. Like you know, we have you know maybe a dozen in a city, but um, all of a sudden, maybe now like there's four times the business and we need like another dozen. So it is great to have ecosystems like we get around network to reach out to, to see if there's other people and we know how to bring them in for the training guidelines to make sure we get the work done and satisfy the client's needs. Uh, you mentioned weekly construction documentation. What What does that look like in terms of timing? Uh, when does the scanning take place? When does it get to a client? When does the client use that weekly documentation? Yes. So um, for the most part, for the clients, we probably have two different buckets. It's those that um, really want to be on top of the schedule that don't mind spending money for the weekly cadence. Uh, most of these jobs at that size are probably the 15,000 square feet and lower. So, um, you know, small big box retailers, restaurants, uh, dentist offices, things like that. 
but where you know every week means something, they need to know exactly where they are on that schedule. So usually what we'll do is we'll scan it on Thursday. We'll get the deliverable back to the team on Friday. They'll review it Monday, and then they have their Monday morning kickoff. And the nice thing is it is not just for the individual that's in charge of the project, the same way we're doing this Zoom call, you can share and navigate this with your entire team. So the person that might be not as used to looking at hundreds of these offices being built will have somebody that has 10 years experience that, you know, in a matter of five seconds can point out a problem. So you're able to share and disseminate this information instead of being in siloed, which this is the whole great part of Matterport of as this great aggregator of data to help you make informed decisions quicker, um, which is part of the process of, you know, what most of them end up doing. Uh, last I've checked, Matterport publicly says they support up to 20,000 square feet. You mentioned spaces up to 200,000 square feet. Could you help me understand large spaces? Yes. So on the larger spaces, we do shift over to LiDAR-based camera systems. So we do offer as a North American service, so the United States, Canada, Mexico, um, Leica, BLK cameras, and larger handheld scanner cameras you know, to get those larger warehouse spaces, distribution centers. We do, though, we always look to first marry with the Matterport, where we'll use maybe 360 images instead of the scan points, so we can get a fair amount of visibility within the space on the visual perspective, while still building them the as-built. And, you know, the nice part is, these are the kind of challenges where, you know, they might have, you know, hundreds of, you know, retail or multi-site locations, but you know, 10 warehouses. Well, they don't want to have to farm it out to 10 others. So we just started like, you know, these things just naturally develop over time. And we started to add that in there, but then we can give them, you know, what our company does is fixed rate pricing. So we know what the scope is. We know the size, whether it's in California or Maine, we'll give you the same price based on that because, you know, that's what the relationship kind of demands in a business. So when I think about uh, Matterport service providers across the United States, even around the globe, having different rate cards of charging per square foot or charging per, per tier, or and that may vary from a small market to a large market. It may vary from an experienced Matterport service provider to one that's just getting started. So I don't really have to try to understand individual pricing uh, when working with IFTI provision solutions. It, it literally is... Uh, what's the scope of the work? Happy to provide a uh, a fixed price uh, based on the scope of the work and the number of locations. That's right. We don't need to like, um, obviously, we would always love to be able to maximize profits and like just like everybody else. But we would never sacrifice the relationship because the point of them wanting to hire a service provider is to get the job done, to set it and forget it. Right. So we want to be able to do that. And we're not going to be able to do that if we're nitpicky. So we'll take the good with the bad, but over time, having that relationship allows us to, you know, how we added these other Matterport offerings, additional add-ons and services is because of that trust and them knowing that, um, you know, they don't have to worry about us trying to, you know, once the fox is in the hen house, uh, you know, doing something different or anything like that. Okay. Uh, let's stick with Matterport add-ons for a moment. So you, you mentioned uh, like a BLK 360, a scanner camera has a higher level of detail, can scan a greater distance, a, 
greater height uh, and can still be used paired with Matterport. So I, I imagine uh, when you can, you like to deliver the solution as a Matterport tour, if that's what meets the client's needs. But I, I think I'm hearing that you'll also deliver it uh, in other formats than Matterport if the client wants that. That's correct. Like, and I would say just for the, you know, happenstance, 95% of the work is the latter, is the former rather than that. But yes, we're, we're still able to kind of um, meet the moment to give them there is the same kind of thing of why we're in business of that repeatability of those large sizes. You know, there's only a few of those that exist, right? So like, you know, Walmart, I'm looking at you or, uh, you know, Target, we're looking at you of those kind of size spaces that would demand that kind of largesse for us to make different investments to make those things kind of feasible. Okay. So typically, uh, if the provision solutions working with Matterport service providers that are using a pro 3D, a Matterport Pro 3D camera, or depending on the client's needs, a Leica BLK 360 paired with the Matterport uh, cloud account. Yeah. And that's just, it's a great thing of how this whole um, digital twin um, ecosystem has just been constantly, you know, re-evaluating re re itself, like progressing in the, in the future of what demands are. So, those same kind of clients that were interested in taking the first step into the future of, yeah, let's digitize our assets. Oh, let's look at getting surveys done a different way. Well, for the last you know five years that we've been doing it, well, they're like, well, James, we're happy with this, but what else can we do, right? And you know, as a service provider, you're not going to be in business like very long if you're going to say, unless you're Coca-Cola just offering Coke, like you got to keep moving. So um, we really love the add-on that, Matterport did with Leica with that partnership and, you know, providing those exterior elevations, providing the ability to get a roof plan, you know, giving them more um, accessibility to ADA information outside when they need it. Um, it just gives the people that always want to keep pushing the envelope, we can meet their needs, but we're still out there trying to find the people that, you know, have yet to take that first step. And, uh, you know, we offer the best first step with that white glove service to give it turnkey you know, know what the pricing is ahead of time and, um, you know, be able to, you know, meet the expectations. I, I don't think of Matterport typically as an outdoor scanning solution. Uh, can you speak more to the the use of the Leica BLK 360 for outdoor mashed up with the indoor, perhaps Matterport Pro 2 scanning? Is, is that you're doing a combination perhaps within the same Matterport tour? That's right. So right now, um, that Leica BLK 360 camera, um, you know, utilizes LiDAR where, um, you know, the Matterport utilizes, uh, you know, photogrammetry to create the, the mesh and the as-built. Um, the, you know, the big difference is the cost of the one camera and then the amount of time it takes to do the scan. It's obviously collecting a much higher detailed uh, point cloud. So what we'll usually do is, you know, we'll utilize the BLK on the outside to get those points around, you know, the shell, so to speak, for get those exterior elevations. But then we will migrate into the Matterport to do the inside of the space, unless they really need that higher degree of uh, detail, which the LiDAR camera provides. But we're always just trying to match uh, speed. Um, they don't want us in there that long. And then the, the cost and then what the expectation is. But that has really been the, the sweet spot right now for a lot of those clients. 
using the, the BLK 360 specifically for outdoor elevations, if, if, if that's part of the scope of the work. If that's part of the scope, yes. And then on a second, on a tangential one, the uh, the roof plan as well. Awesome. How do you get the roof? Very carefully. <laughs> um, usually we ask for access on the roof if they have a ladder or something. Ah, I, you know, I'm thinking a residential in my in our, in our house. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're you're going up into a a flat commercial space and correct. Uh, uh, what, what, what is is that for mechanical, electrical, plumbing, things that are physically yeah, on the roof? It is more on that, um, you know, so just think of that multi-site client. So they're, they might not be owning their spaces, they might be leasing them. So they need to know the condition of that roof because they might be signing up for it or, you know, the condition of that HVAC unit. So not only to give them the plan to know where they all are. So if they're going to retrofit this space to, you know, put refrigerators somewhere else or, you know, adding additional cooling because it's the space is going to be, they're going to chop down a demising wall inside a mini mall. They need to know where things are and the condition. So we'll always be able to give them like, you know, that plan of what it looks like. And then we'll snap some photos of the panels so they can go back to find out, you know, age, what it is, all that stuff. Uh, snapping those photos is that with a smartphone is that with the Matterport Pro yeah um for to to read the detail on a panel um especially one that's been outside and weathered uh we always go for the phone and to zoom in and to make sure it's clear of what you're seeing most of the time with the you know the 360 images they're very great to you know kind of comprehend where you are but if you're wanting to look at you know, like read a book from 15 feet away, same kind of issue. So you're better off just going up right up to it and snapping. So if you want to know that chiller serial number, what brand uh, make and model that chiller is, uh, you're having your Matterport service provider use their smartphone to capture the, the still images that, that are needed on the scope of the work for that particular client. Absolutely. Where those where those uh, like panel stickers are, they could be like under a pipe behind something. You know, you might have to smudge something off like on dirt or something. So, yeah, we rely on the technician to make sure that we're getting, you know, the best information possible at that. And not that. Uh, uh, James, I'm, I've, I've heard two add ons. So I, at first I think about Matterport digital twins. Then I heard an add on of and if you need a like a BLK 360 rather than a Matterport Pro camera because you need to do outdoors and capture uh, the uh, the elevation, or perhaps you're in a height that you really do need to capture the ceiling in a Matterport Pro 2 camera is not going to capture something over three or four stories. And the second Matterport or second add-on I heard was, and if you need smartphone photos of labels on devices, uh, such such as re related to mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. Are there other add-ons that if the ProVision Solutions offers in addition to the Matterport scan? Yeah, thank you, Dan. So um, some of the things for those clients that we like to add on is for newly upgraded spaces, we do do the add-on for them for Google Street View. So we will uh, publish the front of house We'll go over the scope with the marketing department to find out what they need because like say most of them, it's just a general manager or franchisee and what they want is the same information. And it's very useful to help them with at least the front of house archive that space. So they'll always know where to look. So new people, they can always just Google it and you know, helping re-index a refresh space is a great add-on. 
Uh, part of what the other thing that we started to add on is archiving some of the photos that are taken with the Matterport camera. So everyone loves, um, you know, the Matterport part of what they're getting. One of the challenges is nobody knows how long that they're going to, to utilize this. You know, technology is, you know, like a river. So they have to always know. And some clients are just a little bit more worried about posterity's sake of, you know, do we really own these? They're like, yes, you can pull out the images yourself. Well, turnkey service says, well, we'll pull those out for you and we'll put them in an environment that you can download and keep. So you are able to, you know, manually do it yourself, but we can offer that as a service as well. So they know exactly what they have that's on their server and all that stuff. Um, does training fit in? I think about matter tags, how to create snapshots, how to use Matterport in workshop. Uh, yeah. So part of what we do as a turnkey service is we want to educate you to be your the best version of yourself to understand Matterport. So we will always bring on the clients. We do the project management in the back of the house to make sure, you know, same scope gets delivered across, you know, however many projects that you have and uh, that we get the information all in the same way. But on the account management side, we will always provide you with education, tips and tricks, you know, how to leverage that space and really help with strategy or anything else of really what you're trying to get at. Because sometimes if it's a new medium, you're just wanting the same deliverable, but with a new technology. And, you know, we want to always help them push themselves to say, no, you can ask for more or like, you know, start to put this out with your, you know, close out documentation. And this is how you start to, you know, add these tags in or, you know, uh, upload media or video for, you know, tutorials on, you know, you know, digital assets. So uh, really uh, is a, if the provision solutions is a service business, uh, you're doing your best to listen to what the client's actual needs or problems or challenges are so that you can, if they want soup to nuts, you can offer that. If they just want nuts, they just want soup. Uh, so they they may not have a need for you to uh, do screenshots, matter tags, video, uh, and they'll do it themselves, or they just want training of how to do that, or they'd like you, uh, IFTI Provision Solutions to provide that as a service. That's right. So we we kind of do it along the full spectrum. Our guideline and philosophy as a company is kind of that fidelity that we offer to our clients. So they will have our trust and our expectation is just to help them be a better version of themselves. So you're only in service as long as you can provide that value. But we always push ourselves and we help try to push them to get them, you know, that right Goldilocks fit for what works for their time, energy and budget. Um, you were talking a little bit about who uses the Matterport's digital twins? I, I think this is kind of a two-part question, is who is the sweet spot for actually placing an order with IFTI Provision Solutions? Is it the owner of the property? Is it the general contractor? Is it the, the company that wants to lease the space? W where does this conversation usually begin or is it, it, it could be a, any and all and others? It is any and all and others. Predominantly, it is the owner of the space um, or the, um, I guess the, the right way to say is for existing assets, it's the owner. For acquisitions, it's the buyer. And for, you know, the general contracting work, 
it is predominantly the general contractors that are working on these multi-site rollouts where either this has been um, kind of written into the scope that they have to call us, or they'll reach out as a way to enhance their portfolio, enhance their kind of good faith of the work that they do um, to their client as an added benefit. So it turns out the sweet spot for who might actually place the order with Ifty Provision Solutions could really be anywhere from the owner of the property, the property manager, the company that wants to acquire the, the property or looking at the property, the, the, um, uh, uh, the, the general contractor. Uh, are there any others that, that call? I and would say, say so far... It would be anyone is a possible client with the exception of brokers. I think inherently they just want to get you to the space so they can sell you stuff. And, you know, they don't want to give you more visibility to make a decision until you get there. So that would be the only, um, you know, one in between that, you know, they don't see it as a fit. They see it more of as a, as a harm than a benefit. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm, I could imagine though, that whoever places the order is actually just one user of that space. Uh, how to ask this question? Do you find that your clients, when they when they have a specific problem and they order Matterport Digital Twins from If the Provision Solutions, all of a sudden other silos within a company go i can use that i can use that. I, we we do insurance we we need to document every asset that we have in that space in the event that there's a fire or a flood you're already shooting that week is that do you have those conversations that's our client i would say that's our ideal client that we provide the most benefits so when i was talking about the design construction facilities management and marketing it's all one company we, we create one order form. We give them all the documentation of like, here's your a la carte menu items. We'll teach them, this is what your scope is and what to develop. So then they can have it and just, you know, click and make an order and send it right to us of, okay, well, yeah, we know that this space is due for grand opening next week. We know we're doing an audit of, you know, the space. We already have it in going or a due diligence one of, Here's what the landlord sent us. Please confirm by creating us an as-built or the, you know, construction monitoring of, oh, we're two weeks before rough in, um, you know, please send someone there next week so I can identify what's behind the walls. And then, yeah, for facilities of, I can't travel everywhere all at once. Um, I need you to go to these X number of locations to get me visibility. So, yeah, ideally, it's actually like, yeah, um, where these were before just broken up into different silos and different budgets where this can now be a pooled resource. And when they're pooling the resources, the other thing that happens with us is more work, more volume, lower prices. So everybody benefits from getting that visibility and enhancement for their solutions. Do, do you find that that actually happens that different, uh, different, uh, different silos within an organization that each have their own budget ends up contributing their budget so that the, the, uh, the workflow does go from uh, plan, build, operate, optimize, sell the building. So all the constituencies have a vested interest at some point in time 
in that building's life cycle. So is that happening where silos yeah, are talking? I would say, yeah, like the, the hard part is when you realize the benefit that it, this has, right? Dan been doing this for a long time of, I know that this would serve everyone all at once, but you can't speak to everyone all at once. The reality is the ones that will, that have the greatest need you'll find first, you'll work with their silo. My job is to keep explaining and say, there is no harm in sharing your work with the other parts of the department. By the time we get to usually year two, things change. Now they get the aha of, oh, okay, like they would like facilities would really love it if we shared um, the grand opening scan for construction closeout. Now they have the asset. Now they don't have to spend all this money. Usually they travel in the first three months to look at it. If they already had that, they wouldn't have to spend that kind of money or like things like that. So usually it takes a little bit of time, but um, it's those right clients that just keep their ears open and understand that the, these kind of mediums offer you a different way of looking at your business. So the ones that are more receptive to that um, really leverage this in a, in a major way. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing here that the, the ones that have the, the biggest pain points initially are uh, general contractors perhaps for the the construction progress. And that actually may not be the general contractor. It's the owner of the building who wants to see the weekly uh, progress so that they don't have to fly out to go see the building or have the need for an as-built as a building is going to be reimagined uh, or a facilities manager wanting to uh, actually move all the paper files and sticky notes on on when the, that device needs to get serviced to actually a, a coherent digital strategy that that lives well beyond when that person moves moves on to their next career move. Yeah, I would say um, predominantly and more surprising than not is the as-built services. So for remodels for these multi-site locations, excuse me, of they do not know where the as-builds are. They do not know how old they are, how many times that space has been touched. So they know, oh, okay, the last time it had an official remodel was seven years ago. So therefore it's due for a remodel. Well, what's the current condition? They look at an old remodel and a couple of pictures are like, I don't know what this space is. So us going there to give them an updated base plan to then start their permitting process to understand what they're getting in construction is actually... Um, it is the most um, useful one and the one that we're leveraged the most with is really understanding that as built and getting that for them quickly. And then, yes, and then on the construction of what are we working with? How is this GC performing like compared to somewhere else? Like we're going into a new region. So it's a new GC we never worked for. So this is how we help evaluate the work and make sure we're getting what we need. So the, the as-built's interesting be, because maybe if they're lucky, there's a CAD file from seven years ago, but who has that CAD file? Who knows? Yeah. Is that employee still there that knows where <laughs> is it that is? employee or that company or that third-party company that, that did it? But even still, I could imagine if you could locate that CAD file from seven years ago there was probably improvements to the space that were perhaps not even documented, particularly if you're talking about a, a retail space or a restaurant and all of a sudden things have changed. So you really do need to have 
what the current condition of the space is in, in order to figure out how to reimagine it. Absolutely. So that this is where Matterport does such a great job of giving you that vis visibility of that digital twin of condition of the space. So you can get your field test without being there and then getting that as built dimensional information to really know the structure of what everything is and what can fit in there really plays a big part. Whereas, you know, before where you have to do a typical survey, you have to pay for A to Z, like getting an MEP plan, getting, you know, a bunch of structural information. Well, it's like, well, we just need to know how much flooring to buy and paint to get. You know, why do we have to spend three times as much? You know, this is where this is an alternative method to getting that information. Uh, uh, since Matterport's capturing spatial data, I, I could imagine architects find this as a, a, a wonderful way to begin the reimagining of a space so that they don't have to come out and take a bazillion measurements and a, a thousand individual photos only to reconstruct someone else's work for them to begin their work. Are architects clients or is it really the architect is the benefit of this initial out as built and says, oh, you did a Matterport scan. I I, I could use that to, to uh, do our work faster and deliver our, our reimagined design ideas to you faster. Yeah, I would say overall for the multi-site ones, if they have an internal corporate architecture team, yes, that is the exact client and we're saving them. On third-party architects where they would hire that out, we are obviously, we're taking over one of those phases of their typical work. So it is a little bit of um, strained relationship. Some of them have said, well, let's not just begrudge them. We can do more work for the all the other phases by getting these scans. But some of them use it of, we're missing time to, you know, get our green greenhorn like architects out there in the space to you know, do the initial mock-up to learn, you know, how to do something. So there is kind of, you know, the, the you know, cost-benefit analysis of that. But, um, you know, for the most part, like 50-50 probably on um, seeing the benefit rather than seeing it as a competition. And and, and so I, I heard really the, the sweet spot, and if we really drill down for where does the intersection of if the provision solutions begin with a commercial client, First with as built, second as construction progress documentation. And I and I, I loved, I think what I heard was, and now the space has been delivered to the client. We did one last Matterport scan to show that pristine, beautiful space. I could imagine that architect, the general contractor, the subcontractors might all like to use that. We have three different people paying for that. It's either marketing construction or design, like uh, the head of architecture, um, just for the closeout documentation. So it's either, you know, to verify branding, it's on point, it's where it's supposed to be. Construction to keep the GC accountable, like everything is where we want it to be. Or the architect and design saying what we've imagined meets reality. So yeah, it sounds like that nice. aha moment in year two is all those different constituents that goes, Oh, I'm I'm marketing. I can use this to actually help lease or sell the space. I'm the architect. I can use this to to get new clients. I'm a general contractor. I can use this to show my next client how we are going to save them money, save them time, build out the project faster, have a better experience for everyone. 
Yeah, it's a, the aha moment of like, you know, always, you know, being, you know, not wanting to spend money for the sake of it, but then realizing that's not the case for this of you're getting the scan of a space before and then you're transforming it. So having the space digitized once you transform it is actually going to have more of a greater value going forward than the one that you had to help you do the job, right? So this is where that strategy comes in of now I know this. Now I see that everything's good. I'm not guessing that it is. Um, if there's ever a problem, I know I can go back to this because this is what it is. And then going forward, we can start looking at, well, this is what the spaces look like when they're starting with. Now we have something to compare to instead of you know, just a wild goose chase. Just one last question on this this topic of of uh, who uses the space. Uh, I, I I mentioned perhaps from left field is uh, the insurance underwriting process because it literally is a, a document, the, the best documentation you could hope for because you really understand the space, you could walk the space, you can see the space. Are there other constituencies that all of a sudden you do a Matterport digital twin, you, you did it as an as-built, you did it for construction progress, you did it for the marketing turnover? Were there, were there other constituents within either the company or outside the company that went, wow, I can use that? Yeah, there's actually other industry sectors that we worked with that we didn't realize were kind of the, um, could be a primary user. And that's more on the long line of, um, you know, uh, schools, universities, um, as well as nonprofit organizations, places where they're getting donations to fund CapEx programs to change their space. The donor base that is out there to make these projects happen, they all don't get to come to the ribbon cutting to see what this space looks like. They need to have that um, you know, built up enhancement of like, this is where our dollars are being spent. So that ability to help them with you know, um, knowing what's going on in the school. So say maybe they needed to like COVID, like move around their HVAC stuff to figure that out for better filtering and things. Or to schools of, we have this brand new built, like, you know, lead, um, you know, designed space. We want to show off all the environmental impacts that we're capturing on this to do something like that. Or for, um, you know, existing kind of facilities that want to show off of we added a new wing to our nonprofit center and how do we get to ask for donations either you know show them the space of the existing and then like a rendering of what you want it to be to help you know drum up business or after the fact to come back so you know things that would never really think of you know they have a it's still a business sense in a way but it's factored differently because you can share with more people and the more people that get a chance to see your work of what you're doing, they understand the benefit of what they're getting. And it really helps, you know, realize like reason for being of why we're doing all of these things, um, you know, in every part of the business. Um, are, are there government entities that are a use case, for example, uh, permitting uh, or insurance re payments, release of money, to the contractor because the work actually is is can be easily shown that it's been done? I think that unfortunately that's not a service sector that we're part of for um, like the insurance part. It is something that, you know, we'd be open and interested in to be able to go like after the fact, most of the time we'll still work for the, the owner. Like 
after a snowstorm or after a hurricane event. So we're not getting hired by the third party insurance company for claims, you know, or anything. It's still the, you know, single source owner of, you know, we already have them as a client to reach out to, but it is something that we'd be open to. Yeah. So e even if you're not doing the building has been flooded, the building has had a fire, at, at least uh, you have the, 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 the client has the documentation to actually prove everything that they owned in that building. The best way you can safeguard your asset right now, whatever it is, is to digitize it. The faster everyone digitizes what their asset is. So if you're, it's a residence and it's your own home, if it's a school, if it's a public building, you know, the more that you have this kind of record, because it digitizes everything, anytime something is misplaced, you know, moved around, anything like that, you have a fallback, which is stamped, you know, when it was and all that stuff. And it can give you that reference. So you'll know how to move forward. So it is, yeah, part of the thing of what, uh, you know, we're working to help evangelize everybody else to do as well. Um, uh, perhaps my my last question or topic is if, if you take a moment to just think about uh, a, a case study of an existing client that kind of touches all the different things, the, the, uh, the plan, build, operate, optimize. Uh, is there a client that comes to mind that you can speak to about how they perhaps have evolved over time in that year two, year three, and are now checking all the boxes in the entire design build phase yeah. of the building? I'll leave the name out, but a dental service organization that has, um, you know, I think over 1,500 dentist office throughout the United States. When we started with them, it was just for construction monitoring. So they would have, you know, they would have to build new construction, 60, 70 offices every year as their goal. So we would go to those and do either weekly, biweekly, or cadence scans, depending on proximity of where their project managers were to help offset the costs from the visits and enable them to see more, to do more and work where they're needed instead of just you know, being there for the sake of being there. So we started with that year one. And then year two, we started to get into marketing. So those closeout scans, um, uploading the add-on for Google Street View to start re-indexing these spaces that never existed before. Now Google, like now they have a name, now they have a place, now somebody can find them on the internet. Uh, starting to do that. And then, you know, kind of in between year two, year three, um, getting introduced to facilities management of them realizing, again, not a threat to their job. It's like helping them monitor more and uh, be more diligent with what their internal ROI is to um, start getting as-builts and scans ahead of a remodel so they know which ones are best candidates for that. So being able to kind of go through that process of now we're in, you know, and then acquisitions as well. So then it's like one button for everybody. Uh, for that and you know still like going towards digitizing more even if there's not a need but knowing that if they have the budget in there let's keep getting more and more because we're only getting more benefit every time we scan we're getting more return on it. James is there a question that I haven't asked you that uh, topic that we should cover? 
Um, I think we've actually covered everything. I think the only thing that is on the, um, you know, us expanding globally uh, for that. And again, we've noticed, um, especially as we've started uh, in Europe with a lot of other uh, service providers, um, one of those things are if they're headquartered in the United States and they have uh, spaces in Europe that they'd like us to scan, one of the nice things are if we're paid by a U.S. client, we do not have to pay the VAT tax for the individual EU country uh, because we're just doing taking photographs of what's over there. So um, one of the nice things that we learned that, you know, adding usually 35 percent just for taxes, um, if you don't need to, you know, we help figure that out. And uh, being able to just really grow again, it's those silos where North America or the United States is a silo and making sure that they're sharing with, you know, Asia, that they're sharing with the subcontinent, that they're sharing with Europe or in South America, that we have these same capabilities to provide the same service. You know, the price for each of these individual countries or zones will be a little bit different based on taxes and things like that, but, you know, more or less the same. So there is more of that ability to, you know, to keep thinking and to keep sharing is the, is the main benefit I want uh, people to get out there of, you know, that digital asset that you think you're interested in, somebody else in your company, I 100% guarantee will get a value out of it as well. I, I asked you at the beginning of the show to tell me what the takeaway should be by the end of the show. Tell me again, what's yeah. the takeaway? So if, you know, if you're a single source company that has tens, hundreds of thousands of assets, um, whether it's a thousand square feet or a hundred thousand square feet, um, IFD uh, and our provision solutions team can be your single source of contact to give you fixed rate pricing based on your scope of work. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll always be there for you to give you on time, uh, reliable information and expert solutions. Across the United States, Canada, Europe, Asia, really globally, anywhere yeah. in, on the globe. It's like the Sherwin-Williams, right, of uh, you want to paint the world. We want to help digitize uh, the world because the more that uh, we're, we're doing this, um, it just helps all everybody else do their job and uh, makes a lot of enhancements. So uh, you, Your website, provision.ifti.com, P-R-O-V-I-S-I-O-N.I-F-T-I.com. Other ways to get in touch with you? Yes, you can reach out to me. Um, you, I'll give you the uh, direct line on the phone, 925-305-2903. Or you can email me at james.duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, at ifti.com. Awesome. James, thanks for being my guest on the show today. I Oh, always a pleasure, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I, I, I should add just one more thing for... For, for, for those who uh, you, you want to do a deeper dive, James has been a guest on WGAN-TV uh, three previous times talking about the intersection of IFTI provision solutions and as-builds, construction documentation, and facilities management. So if you feel like you didn't get a deep enough dive on those three topics, uh, we have a short URL to take you to all uh, WGAN-TV shows featuring IFTI Provision Solutions. Uh, that short URL is wgan.info forward slash IFTI, I-F-T-I. Uh, James, thanks again for being on the show today. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Dan. Thank you for having me. Thanks.
We've been visiting with James Duffy, Vice President of Business Development for IFTI Provision Solutions. For James, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV, a special edition of WGAN-TV, live at 5.